One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Hi, friends. Just a reminder to subscribe if you are not already. I greatly appreciate it, as does everyone else on this show. And I'm trying not to procrastinate with my uploads so your notifications won't be too hectic. (laughs) I promise. I'm trying. I'm just a procrastinator with my ADD and I get it. But I'm turning them off on some of them too. So don't worry about it. Just subscribe. You haven't been on in a while. No. Wow. I don't remember this. I don't know how to do this. Are you going to be okay? Do you think you can handle it? I just got to try to not sniffle on the mic. Yeah, that is going to be quite the challenge. Oh, oh, wow. Ah, I know I'm going to do it. Between the two of us. We're both like, I feel like we haven't been like ourselves for quite some time. Like I have allergies. You've had a cold. My dad's been sick. More than a cold. Everyone's been sick, but not COVID. I know, but like we two both colds. We both be negative. Or a cold and a flu or something. I don't even like hearing my voice right now. Well, hopefully it won't bother everyone too much. <sighs> I think the, the stories will make up for your sickness. Let's hope. So the theme I have today is wow. Good and bad. Let's see if you can tell. But it's kind of a mix of just like these crazy stories that I just like read them or read the title. There's a couple that I haven't actually read all the way through, but I just like read the title and I was like, okay, (laughs) this is bad. I like being wowed. Okay. Well, I'm down for a while or two (laughs) or like eight because I've got, I've got quite the lineup right now. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. (laughs) Okay. Let's dive in. Wow. 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 I can kind of do it with my nose being like this. Wow. No, that wasn't. That it. was not the Owen. That was like you're trying cartoon. to do the Owen Wilson one, right? Wow. I thought I was until I heard that. Wow. Wow. I sounded like a. Wow. I should be in SpongeBob or something. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> okay, let's dive in. Let's go. Okay. Do we want to start off? I No. Some of these are like truly bad wows. So I think I'm going to start off with a, it's a little bit harder to tell wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I, 27 male, think my son's new best friend could be his half brother. Wow. 
<laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but the similarities are starting to scare me. After graduating from high school, I hooked up with one of the alumni. She was 26. They used to help out at all of the school events. But then I found out she had a boyfriend and we broke up. At the time, me and my ex were already hooking up too and she got pregnant months after. My son's seven and he meets a new friend that he hangs out with after school. The kid is like eight-ish because he's a grade above my son. And guess who his fucking mom is? We met a couple of times picking up our kids and she avoids me. It's not her avoiding me that has me suspicious because of course it's awkward anyways with an ex. It's that him and my son have so many similar features. The way that they smile, hair, skin color, the shape of their eyes and nose are so similar to mine. And everyone in my family always says my son looks exactly like me when I was a kid. Far as I know, haven't heard of any dad around or her IG doesn't show anyone else. I don't know if this is something to bring up to her at all. We didn't end things well at all and she hated me even though she was the one who was a cheater to her boyfriend. Should I ask her about it at all or is this just one of those things to leave alone? I'd hate to think I have a kid out there not to know about, but if it's going to hurt him more, then I'm not sure. That's that's the end? That's the post. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, um, wow. That's where he left it. He was, like, really just, like, looking for advice. Like, what do I do? It would be quite the coincidence, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? Like, I think that's what's so different for, like, obviously, guys compared to girls. Like, you could have a kid out there right now that you don't know about. Mm. You could. There is a chance. It's never zero. You had sex. Oh, well, I guess... Versus a female definitively yeah, knowing like what I, has come out of exactly, them. Exactly. Like I know that I don't have children out there. But like guys out there, you can have a kid and yeah, not know. I guess so. Um, I wonder how common because, yeah, in TV so shows and, and movie shows, in movie shows, in TV shows and movies, you see this happen where, you know, it's like Winston finding his dad after forever. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> <New> girl. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I wonder how common it is for someone to have a kid and know whose it was with them. A female have a kid and knows who the dad was. Yeah. And then just never. I mean, is there an obligation there? Or mm. or does this happen a lot where um, I, I know and I get it when the dad is either like, you know, some crazy criminal or some awful person then yeah. I can I can understand I'm, but when it's just yeah. a normal person what's the where's the strategy I guess that you want nothing to do with them can you do that and is that common I guess I don't know if it's super common because I don't know I maybe there's some people that like don't want any involvement um I think one of the stories that comes up for me and is probably coming up for you is the one we had from a listener during our live show where she was like roofied and sexually assaulted and then right. like hasn't told that person that they have a kid. And I think in that case, like, no, that's totally justified. Well, and that's like what I meant. Yeah. Like the criminal yeah. or, or I something. I think it's so dependent on every situation. I think that's like all of life. There's so much gray area. It's never black and white. And so I think it really depends on the situation. But no, I think like, I don't think a lot of people don't tell the person. I think I think it's kind of the yeah. exception to not tell because you might need support or you might not want to go through it alone. You might need financial support, whatever. 
Well, it's not like out of the blue. She came up and was like, guess what? Yeah. You have a kid. And yeah. he's like six or seven or whatever. Eight. Eight. Um, eight. But to slowly catch on to it like that. So what are the odds that their kids became friends? And the timeline works out. Yeah. That's what this gives me small town vibes. Like they must have stayed in like the same yeah, yeah, small yeah. town. Like she was an alumni working at the school. No one really leaves. And they happen to be at the same elementary school and happen to be friends. Like so it is pretty crazy. So wild. So there's an update for this one. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it was a little short. A lot of people were like telling him to get like a secret DNA test. And so he put an edit. Stop is telling. That cool? Not like someone you don't think is no, it's not. Like Well, to go back, I guess, before we go to the update, if this happened to me. I mean, the curiosity would drive you crazy. You'd have to know. You'd have to find out. Especially if you're like, yeah, he looks like, yeah, he acts like it. The mannerisms are there. The the smile is there. The eye shape. Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's and a the duck. timeline. It's yeah. just, and guess who her mom is? Yeah. <laughs> so he edits, stop telling me to covertly get a DNA test on a minor without anyone's consent. Right. Um, I can't, yeah, no, it'd be illegal, like especially if it turns out it wasn't his kid. But one of the top comments is, if you want to know for sure and you are prepared for the consequences, then you have to talk to her. If you truly want to know him and be in his life, then you will probably need a court-ordered paternity test. Right, because at this point, if she hasn't wanted to tell you until now, if you go approach her and say, what's the deal? Who's going to say she's just like, nah? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too that she didn't, it's kind of like she's already dug herself into the hole like by not telling him after eight years you know almost nine because i guess like, it gets harder the gestation period it gets harder and harder but i think when she saw like oh he he has a kid around the same age as me like he's a dad as well he would probably want to know his son i think yeah. like, that was kind of an in like once you started seeing him at car pickup you should have been like hey right so can we talk like, to the kid? No, to the, the dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so he replies to that, and he's like, I'm prepared to be there for him and help provide for his life, but worried that I'm thinking more about what I want rather than what might be best for him. Like, I want to find out if he's mine and be in his life, but what if that ruins – but what if that ruins – I was trying to say ruins. No, that was good. Well, now I said it right. Yeah. But what if that ruins his home life or stability? It just sounds wrong. Yeah, but I think like in in many previous episodes, there more often than not, there's that longing and that searching to find who is my dad. Yeah, I think this kid would wander down the road. And so now, honestly, at eight years old, sounds like an okay time to... It's kind of like a. it gets worse the longer it goes, if, if that is the case. Absolutely. Someone goes, do you know how condoms work? <laughs> Mean, mean. Sometimes they don't work, people. Never 100%. Never. Update. Are you ready? Well, I thought you had a, you were like, nah, they don't just slip off. That doesn't happen. That's not a thing. They can slip off, but okay. Oh, it just slipped off. Exactly. So Justin's referring to this um, War of the Roses story, or it was just like a call-in, but from- Shout out Dave Ryan. Shout out Dave Ryan, but it was from Dave Ryan's morning show. And this guy called and he's like, 
three years ago, I made a mistake and I had sex with my coworker and he was like trying to tell the radio people like, I'm not a skeezy guy. Mm -hmm. It was an accident. Like I just happened to have a condom in my jacket. It was an old jacket, an old condom just happened to be in my jacket that day that I decided to fuck my coworker. Oops. And then, oops, the condom slipped off. (laughs) Oops. She got pregnant. I haven't told my wife. In like two years. Yeah, the kid's two now, but like again, gestation period. You got nine fucking months. Yeah, 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 for sure. So this man was like trying to be whatever. So he told his wife and the wife left him. But it's like they had been married for two years. He cheated with a coworker and now they've been married a total of five years. The kid was like almost three or something. It was like two yeah. or three. But again, like don't put all your eggs in that basket. But side note, so for the update, I guess I was right in the end. He's mine. This whole freaking time, I had another kid. That's crazy. Lucky that his mom was willing to talk to me about this. It wasn't easy not doing this in front of the kids, but I managed to ask her to meet up alone to talk. When I asked her the obvious, she started crying. And she said when we broke up, she found out about the pregnancy, but thought her boyfriend back then was the father. But she revealed the cheating to him, and they did a paternity test after she gave birth. He wasn't the father, so he left. Damn. Then she didn't want to say anything to me because we weren't in contact anymore and she knew I didn't want to see her again. So she thought at the time, maybe I'd reject my son. Holy fuck was I pissed. When we were talking about this, I was half yelling slash crying over the whole thing. No matter how many times she told me sorry for assuming I wouldn't want anything to do with him. That act still made me miss out on my son. True. Because now we were in this sort of fucked up scenario of our kids being friends and not knowing he's also my kid, my ex still hasn't stopped apologizing. I'm trying not to stay mad at her. She seems like she really regrets it, and so far she's agreed to everything I've asked. Paternity test, for starters, where we get the proof I'm his biological dad, wanting to spend time with him, let him know I'm his dad. None of this has been easy. The kids seem to be having a better time adjusting. My son just thinks it's cool right now to suddenly have a big brother. But I think when that excitement wears off, there will be more stuff to deal with. Yep. My eldest is more shy around me. Back then, he didn't really care. She already told him I'm his dad, and we did a one-on-one meeting recently. Got to know him better and do something together, just me and him. It was a nice time. He still comes over with my son so they can hang out, or I see them together after school. Guess for me, it's been hard seeing him and knowing we still have a long way to go to building an actual relationship. I wish we could have had that since the beginning. Yeah. I'm, it's still so trippy thinking about it, though. My son unknowingly became friends with a kid he didn't even know was his half-brother. Then what if I knew about him back then? Would my youngest even exist right now if she would have told me? My mind goes down the rabbit hole with that one. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. because what if he would have tried to make it work with right. him? I didn't even consider that. That's mm, that's weird. But again, everything happens for a reason. That's right. Most most times, at least. Most times. At least this hasn't affected their friendship. I'm hoping it stays strong the more I get to be a part of his life and he becomes more a part of our lives. That's it. I like it. I think That's a good wow. Yeah, and he wow. just he just seems like a good dude. Um to be almost sad that well not almost sad, He's sad just to yeah. be regretful of not having that time already mm-hmm. with his other kid yeah he feels like he missed out and i wonder too if she 
if the mom had picked up on the fact that the two kids were friends and she just like, I wonder if she was waiting for this. I wonder if she knew it was kind of coming or (laughs) had any, you know, idea at all because just to instantly start crying kind of seems like she felt like it was coming or Mm -hmm. she had some, even if the fact that she knew that his kid was the one her, her, their kid had just become friends with and that they were hanging out and stuff. I wonder if she was just building up that. She was probably building up courage too. Like, I feel like the way that she just like broke down right away, like she's been waiting to tell him. Like she that was, is true. She probably really wanted to tell him, but just like, right, like again, it, it it ended bad, and then like there probably wasn't a good time. So yeah, because it was either gonna be like a try to cover it up again and deny, yeah. deny, deny, but it was like a, it did kind of feel like a relief. Yeah, release, relief. Totally agree. Super shitty on her, like bad wow that she mm-hmm. like kept it from him for so long because he he does seem like a really good guy. Like this isn't one of those cases where like, no, the dad deserves not to know. Right. You're not, do- it's not a child endangerment situation or a you endangerment situation. Yeah. It doesn't seem. No. From what we know. But that's what I mean. Like at, at first I'm thinking, what is the obligation and where does that line fall? Or even what's the law around that? Or is there? Because I, I definitely I understand that there's situations where whether you know, safety or even other things. Yeah. It's may it's probably better not to cross the line and, and tell someone. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I'm just like, well, where does the obligation fall? Like at what point at this point it feels like it was wrong. Yeah. I'd agree with that. It's just interesting. I don't know. I wonder if there are any laws around that. Like if you have to notify. Yeah. Let's look. Do you have to notify your partner if you become pregnant? I'm sure it's um, by state. Right. But I guess at some point, too, some people would never find out. This seems like a special case where the kids became friends. It's so wild. I still can't believe that. Yeah, nothing's really coming up. I probably don't have great search terms, but it's not coming up for like... Do you have to tell? I just wonder, like, if you were a friend to this, obviously there's, you know, probably details we don't know. But I'm wondering, like, if this was your friend, Mm -hmm. would you be like, you have to tell him? You got to tell him. After the first paternity test goes, is negative. And you're like, well, the only other guy I was with during that time is X. Mm -hmm. You know who it is. Yeah. So I feel like as a friend, you'd be like, (laughs) come on. I know. Wild. But it's interesting. It is interesting. And it seems like they've got it all covered and it's going to be a good journey. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good thing now for sure. Mm -hmm. It's just in that time. uh, He missed out for sure. Yeah. It sounds like. And well, I think it would have been different too in, again, gray area. And there's no right or wrong answer with this one. But I think it would have been different if her boyfriend at the time would have stayed with her and just been like, I don't care that he's not mine. Like, I love you. We'll raise this baby together. But like he didn't. That's tough. He like didn't grow up with a dad. So I think not not that anyone like needs to have a dad, like single moms fucking crush it all the time and like whatever. But I think it just like just kind of illustrates the fact like he went without when he didn't necessarily have to. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, well, now now head. he will. Now he'll have it. Yeah, well, but, and he's only eight. He's well, got... now he has a brother, maybe because of her choices. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That little nugget might not have... <laughs> he might not have been splooged out. You know? What? I said that little nugget might not have been splooged out. Yeah, what does that mean? Oh, oh. <laughs> Splooge. Yeah, that's, you know, that's graphic. Well... I think we're mostly adults on this <laughs> on this podcast. Except for me. Apparently. Okay, so I read. Are we moving forward? We're moving on. Can I just blow my nose quick? Yeah. Okay. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com, and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Okay, sorry. Okay, you got blue your nose. You, you said so. I read. So for this next one, I read the title and the first little pair, like two sentences, paragraph, whatever, and then I stopped reading because I I knew already it was a while. So we react together. We react together. Okay. Am I the asshole for giving my husband one day to return the bracelet that he took from his daughter's mom, aka ex-wife? Gotcha. It's a bit complicated, so bear with me. I, female 34, have been with my husband, male 37, for two years. He has a nine-year-old daughter with his ex-wife, Nora, and the reason for the divorce was financial. But she told me he initiated it after she got diagnosed with cancer. Now, her cancer has come back, and I feel sorry for her because she's a decent woman overall. Due to treatment schedule, Nora only gets visitation with my stepdaughter for now. My husband drives my stepdaughter to see her mom two days a week. Yesterday, he came home saying Nora wasn't home, and he and my stepdaughter had to leave after waiting for an hour. He then went into the bedroom, stayed there for some time, then went out to visit his friend. I was cleaning the bedroom and found a gold bracelet that looked familiar. I realized it belonged to Nora, as I'd seen her wear it before. I was confused, and I waited until he got home to ask him about it. His reaction wasn't good. He lashed out and took it out of my hand, saying I shouldn't touch his personal stuff. I said this wasn't his stuff, this was Nora's, and I asked if he took it. And I asked if he took this bracelet behind her back, and he said no. Nora gave it to him so he could give it to their daughter once she's 20, in case something happens to Nora. I don't know why, but I didn't believe him. I told him I would call Nora to ask, but he started yelling at me to stay out of his family business. We started arguing, and I kept demanding he tell me how and why he got this bracelet. He refused to say anything at first. Then, he admitted to going into Nora's room and taking it while she was out. I told him this wasn't okay, 
but he said this was his right after he spent money on her treatment before but never got his money back. I was shocked by this statement. They were married back then, and he shouldn't expect to be repaid. I got mad and told him he has one day to return the bracelet, or I'll tell Nora and let her involve the authorities, if she had to, because the bracelet looked heavy and pricey. He begged me to stay out of it, but I refused. He said I was being malicious and should side with him, not threaten him, but I refused to negotiate anything, and I'm responsible for my word now. Nora is a decent woman who's struggling, and I feel like she should know she can't trust her own daughter's father in her home after this. He said if I go through with this, then this will ruin our relationship so badly, but I said I'm still standing by my word. Am I the asshole? No, I would question everything with this guy. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even care about a relationship with him, with him anymore. You left someone because they got cancer, and then... Also, you're immediately when she said she didn't believe him. Well, yeah, because he just lashed out out of nowhere. And people lash out when they know they've done something wrong. Yeah. And they, they, he already knows. He already feels, oh, well, honestly, I don't know if he feels guilty about it because I would say no. He doesn't seem to have a heart, but he knew something was wrong with it. And that's why he lashed out mm -hmm. when she found it. So it's kind of like, what, who are you with right now? What kind of person are you with? A monster. This are you man with someone that's going to turn on you as soon as you're not perfect? Or as soon as something is too hard? Because that's what it seems like. Yeah. I'd be worried. Like if I were her, I would honestly be worried that if I get sick, he's going to do the same thing to me. Well, I'd, I'd just feel like I didn't know someone. It would be like, wait, what? Yeah, I would have been very put off when the ex-wife. And again, like, it's like, okay, well, this is your partner. Like, you you obviously are in love with your partner. But, like, they've only been together for two years. And I don't think the ex-wife – people lie and people will say things to manipulate situations. But, like, I don't think she's lying at this point, especially because she's sick again. Right. And, when you're taken from someone that's already down, like – yeah. Like cancer treatments are so expensive. Like medical debt is the number one cause of bankruptcy in the United States. And I'm just going to fact check myself real quick. A new study from academic researchers found that 66.5% of all bankruptcies were tied to medical issues. I believe it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So it's like one, you take vows when you marry someone. And if you're not serious about those vows in sickness and in health, then don't fucking get married right. because you are not mature enough or loyal enough to a person or give a flying fuck enough about them to stand by them. That's what a partnership is. That's when you should almost care more than you ever have. Yeah. So for him to be like, oh, I covered one, he left her when she got diagnosed, but then paid. How? How can you do that? Like What? disgusting and then she beat it the first time mm -hmm. so absolutely disgusting but then the fact he's like well she never paid me back so that's why i stole it no i think that was your wife well and then his argument to you know our writer now about you need to stick with like the person you marry yeah stick with me where that's like your ultimate yes that should be your ultimate loyalty when you get married yeah to a certain point. 
I think until something is truly wrong, I feel like she's now experiencing a person that when she read her vows, this isn't the person she read her vows to. No. This is a whole different side of someone that's really freaking scary. Yeah. To just have that mentality. This is a, this is an absolute monster. It's just uh makes you sick. One for him leaving her and for two for him taking advantage and like going into her house stealing Where's the her spite? Thing. Like, oh, I'm going to go take this cuz cuz he feels owed. He feels like he's owed financially. For he's what? the one that walked away. Just piece of shit. Some people are just pieces of shit. This is obviously a bad wow. Yeah, definitely a bad wow. <laughs> Top comment on this one. Not the asshole, but you have been given a gift by getting a glimpse of your future. Is this what you want? Is this how you want to be treated if you get sick? Again, not the asshole. He's a cold-hearted asshole, a thief, and a liar. I'd also tell Nora to change her locks so he can't come in while she's out to steal things. This isn't the only thing he's taken. I guarantee it. Well, and I I think it goes beyond uh, just sickness. This feels like if that is applied to someone who gets sick, I feel like it can apply to someone who goes through anything horrible. Yeah. If anything happens, mm-hmm. if her financial situation or her job or or just her mental health or anything changes, it feels like he's just going to walk away. Absolutely. If you walk away from someone that gets diagnosed with cancer, it's not just sickness. You're going to walk away if anything gets too hard for you. Yeah. I'm sure if OP, like obviously I'm not like trying to manifest this or anything, but like car accidents happen every day. Like you can easily have something happen to you and you can become disabled. You can lose your sight. Yeah. There's an abundance of things that can ca- that can go wrong in life. It's and like then he's going to peace out and steal all your shit. Yeah. Seems like it. Oh, you owe me for that uh, toothbrush I bought you last week. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he is terrible. Yeah. It's some weird shit. I think this would be divorce worthy for me. And I know it's like, oh, it's not really your issue. He stole his ex-wife's bracelet, but like. No, no like it this, speaks to character. Yeah, and like this person said, like you're getting a glimpse of your future. Yep. Ew. Moving along. Ew. Ew. That was cute. We should auto-tune that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be a real wow. 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 Okay. You're getting too comfy. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> I think it's time we record your first song. No. What do we think, everybody? Morgan's no. first song. I cannot sing. Okay. So this one, I don't know. Okay. What style do you think you'd be? <laughs> Pop. I like my boots out Country. on the porch. No, I don't know. I can't sing, so I don't know. You'd go country. No, I wouldn't. I do like a good country All right, music Morgan's festival. first country single coming soon. If all of you want it. (laughs) One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy, but because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. 
It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com, and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Okay, so this next one. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I don't like the way our baby looks? My 22 male girlfriend, 23 female, gave birth to our daughter yesterday. The baby was ugly, to be perfectly candid. She's mine and I love her, but she was not a pretty baby. My girlfriend and I were casually chatting before bed and I brought this up, telling her our daughter wasn't exactly easy on the eyes. She was upset, which I find odd. I didn't mean to hurt her feelings. I was just telling her how I felt about our kid. Truth be told, the baby is interracial, half Chinese, half Punjabi. So it was always a possibility that a potential child would be kind of goofy looking. I don't think she had to be offended. Not every child can be cute. My girlfriend hasn't spoken to me since. However, I don't know what to do. Am I the asshole? Uh, yeah. I think there's things you just do not fucking say. What is wrong with him? You're gonna go? You're gonna tell the person that just literally just wife? Girlfriend. Oh, girlfriend. Okay. You, well, regardless. Just gave birth yesterday. Yesterday. Like at the time of this posting, she had just. Aren't you already birth. like mentally going through shit? Yeah, you hormones? have the baby blues. Right. And then to drop that, like, hey, our kid looks like shit. They all are ugly when they first come out. That's what I was going to say. They have to go through a tiny little canal. Half the times their heads are shaped like cones. That's literally what I was going to ask. Is there any baby just born that comes out and it's like future model? I think it's very rare. I'm, I don't want to rule it out because I'm, I'm sure. But, but I have found from TikTok that glow ups are definitely real. Oh, yeah. Whether it be from baby to... I don't know, to grown up <laughs> or if it's from like teenager to grown up, mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot that happens. I feel like there's a trend like where oh, it shows people from their yearbook. On, based on the, yeah. It's like the, I got guns in the head and they won't go. Oh, yeah. And, and then it switches and it goes from like a yearbook photo where they look ridiculous. Oh, God. And then it goes to like modern day where it's like, oh, like glow up. Yeah. So I definitely think even if that's your true thoughts, I think there's times in life, no matter how close you are with someone, there's just, there's no way to always be 100% honest. No, we talked about, we just talked about this. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, I think, sure, that's how he feels in the moment. That's what's going through his head. Have the, just the decency, awareness to not fucking say it out loud. There's times, it's not even a white lie. It's just keep it to yourself. It's not going to help anything. It's not going to, what is it going to, what's she going to do? Be like, oh yeah, I agree. What do you do? Get plastic surgery for a fucking infant? It's just. This thing just popped out. Some things are left, better left unsaid. In the wise words of Thumper's mom, if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. And also like, this is kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, what's telling her going to fix? What's it going to change? Also, I'm getting like, I'm getting weird 
weird vibes from this. Like, truth be told, the baby is interracial. So it was always a possibility that a potential child would be kind of goofy Yeah, what's looking. up with all that? It feels like a little racist. Yeah. Like, it feels... It doesn't feel right to me. And I agree. Ma- and again, I'm white, so, like, I don't know. But, like, I would love for people of color or other ethnicities besides my pasty ass to chime in on this because it just feels like... It's I'm, just it feels I, weird. I, it's I think we're yeah, sure, but at the same time, I don't think any mix of any race necessarily m- makes you want to expect that your kid might look weird. Because that's it's, what they're insinuating. Yeah, I think that which makes me think like do you have a problem with your girlfriend being Chinese? Right. Like your kid going to come up goofy looking because it's just weird. Like you're not implying that you're goofy looking because it's like, well, maybe, I don't know. Yes. I get but what you're like, saying. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like a po- It's a possibility. It could come out goofy looking. Why? Because you, you, your girlfriend's right. Chinese. Like, what are you implying about her? She's goofy looking because yeah. she's Chinese or do you think you're ugly as fuck? Right. That's if, you th- if you think you're ugly, then own it. Like I'm an ugly piece of shit. You should own that. I don't think there's any way to say that. Oh, I don't like the way I look. So I think my kid isn't going to be the best looking. Yeah. I there's know. no correlation. No, genetics are freaking crazy. Genetics is such a flip a coin, roll the dice, throw salt over your back. Like you don't know what you're going to get. It's why like people have gone on TikTok and like use that sound where it's like, I'm Mexican. And the responding voice is like, no, you're not. And they're like, yes, I am. But it's a white passing person. Like you would never look at them and be like, oh, they're Hispanic, they're Mexican, they're black. Like you can be white passing. You could be a bunch of other passings, but like genetics are so wild. So, and again, this thing just popped out. They're all ugly. Most, most, most are ugly. At least I Well, think. I just think, I think they're beautiful of the moms. I feel like they're, when, a, when you have a newborn that new, I don't think you can tell. No. You can't so tell. Smooshed There's and no way you can tell what they're going to look like as a toddler or a teenager or as a grown adult. I don't think there's a way to know. No. They're, they've been soaking in amniotic fluid for nine months. They're pruny. They're pruny. wrinkly. They got a cone head. They got long claws. Have you seen their claws when they no. come out? Sometimes their nails are really long. Really? Yeah. I will say my brother, his kid was kind of cute. The Eloise was really cute. Emmett came out. His head was, his head was scary. Well, Emmett's a cute kid now though. Oh yeah. He's adorable so now. So I just think there's no way to know. You can't. It's just you, you a weird, tell. like you're judging from. The, no. And they're also like. From day one. They're fucking kids. Like, and they're, everyone's beautiful. Like every single person on this planet is beautiful in their own unique way. As long as you're kind and don't murder people. Because murderers aren't cute. I'm trying to find the picture of my niece. I know it's posted on the gram, but. Like day one? Yeah, day one. I bopped down to the hospital. Here she is. Look how little she was. But they don't, babies like, now that I'm looking at this, babies don't really look like anything. Mm -mm. Like they're just like, just babies. Like they're just little potatoes. Like she looks like a potato. (laughs) Like, she's got, like, little eyes and, like, some shading. Like, she looks like a potato. Yeah. It's not like they're, like, 
I don't know, some, but some babies come out with crazy eyelashes and a lot of hair. So I, I don't know. One of the top comments on this one, your girlfriend just pushed a watermelon out of her pussy and within 24 hours you tell her it's ugly. Right. Yeah. You're the fucking asshole here. Yep. And OP goes, it just came up naturally. We were kind of talking and then I just said it. Yeah. And so someone goes, you're the asshole. Keep that shit to yourself. Jesus. And OP responds, I disagree. It's important to communicate with one another in an intimate relationship. Again. Read. No. Read the room. It, Never say you don't even, that. You don't even need a room to read. It's like internal. There's a natural. There should be something in your mind that clicks and says, nope, not going to share this. You're not being dishonest by not saying it. No, it's, you don't even know this thing is 24 hours old. And you're not having a lack of communication by not saying it. You're probably strengthening your communication because you're learning what to say and what to not say. That is communication. <laughs> communication is not saying everything that comes through your mind. True. Because if we did that, we... Would all be single. Well, no one would have any friends. <laughs> also true. Or like family. I don't know. You can't, there's just, I feel like there was a cartoon about this when I was younger, or that I saw when I was younger, where it's like someone had this, or a movie where they had this thing where no matter what they thought, it was out loud or everyone knew it. And it was like a movie where everyone could read each other's minds. And oh, everyone, it was like turmoil scary. because everyone started going crazy. Yeah. Because be all those bad internal thoughts that, I mean, we everyone all, thinks bad things sometimes, but yeah. you don't say them. Exactly. That's what this next comment says, too. It goes, you're the asshole. How in the blue hell did you get a woman pregnant if your social skills are bad enough that you need Reddit to tell you that you shouldn't tell a woman her newborn baby is ugly? Drop the mic. Wow. 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 Next. I will just say, because I didn't say it after the bracelet one, mm -hmm. the bracelet story was posted three days ago. There were no comments or updates from OP on the bracelet story. Oh. So that's... TBD. We'll see. She said she gave him a day. It's been two. Where's the update? <laughs> People are killing me without updates. I am working on an updates episode. So if there's any stories... We've covered on this podcast that you've seen updates for. Go to the THT Reddit page and post the link for me or tell me and I'll track it down. But I'm trying to find updates and like there's not a lot of updates. And the one, am I the asshole for calling out the surrogate or calling out my baby's future stepmom for treating me like a surrogate? I've messaged her four times. Nothing. No update. So I'm trying, people. I'm really trying. It's tough. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. 
Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Okay. Think we'll know what kind of wow this one is just based on the title. Do you need to do some jumping jacks? I should. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning for this story, you guys. It does talk about abortion and just kind of some heavy child parenting issues. So skip this one, maybe if you're not up for it. My 40 male wife. 37 female won't stop reminding me that I asked her to abort our daughter, six female. Me and my wife have been together for 17 years, married for 12. From the beginning of our relationship, she has always said she is child free and there was no problem because I was too. At the time, we were also living in a crappy apartment in a bad town. So even if we wanted children, it would not be where we lived for a majority of our relationship. Seven years ago, my wife was slowly getting off her birth control because of health-related problems, and during that time frame, she got pregnant. My initial reaction to her being pregnant was, quote, so we're going to abort it, right? And my wife agreed, set an appointment, and then the day of the appointment, decided she wanted to keep the baby because she grew connected to it, and if I didn't respect her decision, we should divorce. I love my wife, so I didn't divorce her and decided to try to be the best parent I could. I picked three jobs so we could move into a better neighborhood and started those three jobs made me extra stressed and anxious and eventually led me to being diagnosed with depression and anxiety, which I started to manage better now with the help of meds and therapy. She gave birth, we had our daughter, and anytime I smile, play with, or talk to my daughter, my wife is always around the corner saying, quote, aren't you glad you decided not to kill her? Or, quote, it's a shame you didn't want her. It's starting to spiral me back in depression because now I'm thinking I almost killed my daughter. But I'm also upset at my wife because my daughter doesn't understand what her mom means as of right now because she's six. But if she were to recall what her mother said later in life, I fear it will make my daughter hate me. I don't know what to do at this point because now when I look at my daughter, I think in the back of my head, I almost killed her. Mm. Ah. People are going to think the podcast ended. <laughs> Why? With that that silence, you're just you're really letting it uh ruminate with you. I That's a big word for Elmo. Oh man. I have so many thoughts just because it's I'm I'm thinking of the words of Jerry from one of our our previous episodes where Father knows. Episode. Yeah, where he says it was in reference to cheating, but I think it can apply in this case. Where mm-hmm. sure, if you made a decision, it sounds like you were kind of both having the conversation about it. Absolutely. Yeah, and she then, made she made an appointment, and then fair enough, she makes the decision to go a different way, and you obviously went along because otherwise the idea was divorce. Mm -hmm. You're not divorced. And so 
I feel like it's very unfair to now keep saying, aren't you glad? Because you could point it back and say, well, we were having the conversation together. Are, aren't, aren't you glad? Exactly. Aren't you, aren't you glad? And so it feels kind of like, I know it's different than the story we read, but the thought, the, um, the thing he was saying was, this isn't a knife that you can carry forward with you. This is something you need to, maybe long before this child is six, say, I don't get, where's the, where's the um, reasoning to keep rubbing it in his face and say, aren't you glad you didn't do this or that it didn't go the way you wanted? Like, I don't, where, what's the point? Yeah. I hate her. I think she sucks. I think this is the most emotionally manipulative, psychologically manipulative thing you could do to someone. Your daughter is fucking six. She's here. She's not one. She's not two. This isn't some fresh thing for you still. This is abuse. This is terrible. Right. She is terrible. And then, and though, sure, yes, you as the female, it's more your choice, you know, in the end. Yeah. And you made your choice. And then from the conversation I heard in this, it was either it was going to be divorce if he wasn't on board or not. Mm -hmm. It wasn't divorce. So we're moving forward. Why is this still this like knife that you keep just jabbing? I don't get it because by the sounds of this, it was just like one conversation, which was so we're going to abort right and my wife agreed set up an appointment then decided it was probably like over a time span yeah but it doesn't sound like he doesn't then say i was still having doubts so i pressured her more i told her again do you want to reconsider this it sounds like it was one conversation which is a fair conversation you both had already previously established that you're child free you don't want children you want to remain child free Right, right this was an oops so it's a fair conversation to have rather than just assume, okay, we're keeping it. Like it's it, it's kind of a conversation that needs to be had based on where you were at in your relationship. So if he would have then like pressured her and been like trying to coerce her into having an abortion, then I could understand these comments and maybe a right. little resentment. That's not the case. Do we know? There's again one side, so we don't know. But no mention of it. And so... Because that's the only reason I feel like he would be taking it so hard then. Yeah. Because if if they kind of went forward together with this, why would this even... I get how you could... Someone could spiral you into like thinking really bad things and thinking... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm... Like, why is he believing it so much? Just why is he taking it to heart so much? I get after hearing it over and over yeah. and over and over, you'd start to believe it and be like, That's yeah, exactly. what, what am I thinking? That's exactly what it is. You're, you have your partner who's supposed to be, you know, your ally, your closest person. And if they're repetitively like saying something That's just true. like you, you almost start you almost start to doubt your reality. Right. But like both of her arguments, like just we're going to point out like a fucking logic here, like a logic game. Aren't you glad you decided not to kill her? One, it never would have been up to him. You're the woman. It's your choice whether or not you keep your child. Done. Mic drop. And her second thing, it's a shame you didn't want her. Again, invalid argument. Because if he didn't want her, he wouldn't have stayed married Correct. to you. You wouldn't have someone co-parenting right. your six-year-old. That's what I mean. I just don't, I don't understand it. Both are invalid. I think she 
She's off her rocker. Yeah. So is it some weird kind of manipulation? I don't know. So, or does she feel some guilt that she's throwing onto him? Maybe. Where she's like, oh, I could fuck, see that. I almost made this decision. She made the appointment, so yeah, and like, I could holy see it. hell. Projection. Yeah. You might be onto something there. Yeah, I could see that. Otherwise, I don't, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it probably is something like that. Like, I, I don't know if I've talked about it before on this podcast, but like, I was almost aborted. Like, my mom and my dad, Jerry, flew out to LA and like, she was out here, like, literally at a clinic. Mm -hmm. And then, like, whoops, changed my mind. And then, like, here I come down the road. So it's like that was almost me. And so I think my mom, like that's why my mom was so strict growing up, like no sex before marriage, like yeah, because she didn't want me to have to like put myself in that, that position to have to like make that choice. And I don't know. I, I think it is really tough. And so like she kind of had some trauma surrounding that and like projected onto me. Right. So I could see this wife doing that to her husband because he's an easy target because he was the other half of that coin. That's right. Well, and because they are, I, I'm sure now they are so thankful they have their daughter mm-hmm. to ever even think that they considered not having their daughter Yeah, would be haunting. But also, I'm just perplexed why she isn't considering her child because six is not young. Six isn't, oh, let's spell out words. She's not going to understand us still. She's six. I remember kindergarten very clearly. Well, how, so in your case, how was it, how did it, how was it presented to you or how did you become aware of that? I don't even know. Because. I don't know. The way the mom. I think it was like literally during a sex talk, to be honest, in high school, like 15, 15, 16, kind of like, Morgan, these are serious choices. Like this is blah, blah, blah. Like. Right. But it's not pointed in a way where this one is pointed to yeah. almost make the dad seem like the bad guy. So yeah, sure. If she does catch on and and whether it's now or she can remember this in a few years, then yeah, it could really damage your relationship with her if she's looking at you like you were the one pressuring the decision. Oh yeah. There could be a lot of resentment, a lot of like also sadness on her part like i'm not wanted my dad right. doesn't want me my dad doesn't love me instead of yep we were young and in a bad situation and we had these thoughts obviously we didn't do it and we continued forward it's got to be a we did this yeah it's Even, not a i wanted to and your dad didn't cuz that's where the problem's going to fall exactly the yeah fucking blame game so one of the top comments Those comments are not okay at all. Your daughter will grow up hearing them. A long discussion is in order with your wife and maybe therapy. OP responds back, we do go to marriage counseling and she has gotten better on different problems of our marriage. It's just these comments that are affecting it badly. Which, yeah, every time she says this, it's a grenade in your life. For sure. So it does make me wonder, it's either her insecurity about going through that and it haunting her mm-hmm. or there since he is our writer there's either something missing yeah yeah someone responds back to that like about marriage counseling and they go she needs individual counseling this is a her problem it's absolutely not normal right or fair for her to keep bringing this up as it's a valid point or gotcha moment right she also wanted an abortion 
She went so far as to make an appointment before changing her mind. How has she conveniently forgotten this? Very true. And then they go, you love your daughter. You worked incredibly hard to provide a safe and loving environment for her. As long as you're a good father, the past is irrelevant, which is so true and something we haven't even touched on. Like he went and got three jobs, three jobs just so he could move them out of an unsafe environment and into a better neighborhood, home, whatever. Three, put himself in a downward mental spiral. That's purely for the daughter. 100%. Yeah. So like you can't even say like, oh, he didn't want her. He made the most drastic change in his life, uprooted his life, his sanity, his mental health, his health. Maybe his career. Yeah. Yeah. This lady, I hope she twists her ankle. This is another one where you're like, who am I with? Yeah. What happened to you? Again. Wow. Fuck this lady, though. These are scary wows, though. These are scary. Oh, my God. There's an update. I didn't know there was an update. Ah! Wow, okay. That was fun. That reaction was wow. I know. Update. First off, I want to thank you for all your advice. Before I give the update, I would like to answer a few questions. Majority had. I was literally just about to move on. Like, I thought we were. I just, oh, yeah, let's go. Wow. This is good. Have we tried counseling therapy? Yes, we are both in individual therapies and marriage counseling, as is my daughter with a child therapist. Why would you remain intimate while my wife was getting off birth control? One of the things our counselor said to try was an active sex life at least twice a week. Also, because we were both under the impression if she were to get pregnant, then we would terminate it. Why haven't you divorced yet? Because I grew up in a split household and the amount of times my parent fought over custody for me and my siblings is not something I want my daughter to grow up in. I also don't want to only see my daughter half the time. Now the update. I sat my wife down after dropping my daughter off at my parents and told her if she kept making these comments, I would divorce her and asked her to explain why she would tell me those things and also told her how it was making me severely depressed again. Majority of you were right. She broke down and told me she hated being pregnant She didn't want to be a mother anymore, and she hated the fact that she kept our daughter. Okay. That's a little bit worse than we were saying. I thought thought this was going to be like just a simple projection that she felt bad about wanting an abortion. No, she's projecting her feelings. She said she can't stand to look at me while I'm happy around our daughter because she hates that I became a good parent so quickly because we were supposed to be child-free, and I am happy as a father. She was literally trying to sabotage him. Wait, what the fuck? What? She was trying to sabotage him. No, I know, but I'm just saying, what with this? I told her I gave her the option to remain child-free, and she decided against it, so that's on her. She apologized multiple times and said she would still want to try to make the marriage work. It's just her own issues that that are making her be such a bitch. She also said she wants to be a good mother to our daughter. And after I told her that I was afraid our daughter would hate me when she is older, she broke down even more and apologized a ton. In the end, she said she wouldn't blame me if I wanted a divorce, but she would still want to try and make us work, not only for our daughter's sake, but for the sake of us as well. We are currently working with our therapist and going to start doing family therapy with her actually trying to change. We are sleeping in separate rooms and only focusing on our daughter's happiness at the moment. Once again, thank you all, and I will update later on if needed. I kind of wish I didn't see the update. 
That was a lot. Yeah, this one's crazy. So. Wow. Those are some big fucking feelings she's dealing with. It's just, it's, it's crazy to me that six years in, you still feel that way. Yeah. You have regrets and you're that far in. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that. I don't know. No, I mean, I hear, I think it's hard because I think, I think at least for a mother, like what has kind of been conditioned and I'm not a mother yet, whatever, but I'm saying like as a woman, it's kind of conditioned into you that when you have children, you're kind of going to have like this bond and instantly feel connected to your baby and love your baby so much. And so I think that's like really hard with, you know, maybe she was like, this will be better. This will, this will be okay. I didn't want children, but like now I'm a little connected. Like I felt her kick, like whatever it was, who knows, but and maybe she just hasn't connected. Maybe she hasn't bonded. Like maybe she's kind of been her own biggest sabotager. Where she I mean, hasn't it's even definitely a reality. There's definitely people that have that lack. Yeah. And that never find that connection. It's definitely a real thing. Well, I think like for my sister-in-law, that was kind of a big part of her postpartum. I think she felt like she couldn't connect to her baby. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there's so much pressure to, right? So much pressure to. And like breastfeeding was challenging for her. She wasn't producing enough. So then like that made it that much more, you know, difficult because she felt mm-hmm. she was failing as a mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people say breastfeeding is supposed to be magical. And it, it a lot of emotions. It was painful and it sucked. And so there's just a lot. We put a lot of pressure on when I think a lot people of people that give birth. When I think a lot of it isn't misglamorized if that's even a term but I feel like a lot of it is just so is not romanticized maybe romanticized but like made to seem so magical and perfect and and I don't think at least until maybe we started doing these stories or started getting into our later 20s that it was like Oh, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. It's there's definitely negatives and and things that are tough along the way. Yeah. I agree and I think like someone commented on one of the videos and I happened to see it scrolling and they were like don't let this girl scare you. Pregnancy and birth isn't that bad. And it's like I'm not saying it's all bad, but I'm saying people have real struggles with it. And I think that's kind of also kind of goes with like what you're saying is like we didn't really talk about miscarriages and postpartum depression until recently, like at least as openly until very recently. Like I, I learned about postpartum depression when my sister-in-law really had it. And I was, again, I was in healthcare. I was in already doing, you know, health classes like that. And it was not talked about. Right. And how common miscarriages are. It's not talked about. Well, I think it's, there's a lot that's not, that you don't understand until you're literally in the middle of it. Yeah. There's no prep. I feel like so many parents are winging it mm-hmm. because you just get thrust into that world all of a sudden. Yeah. There's not a lot of, or maybe, I don't know, but as a female, do you feel like there's even that much talk about what it's like to go through different parts of pregnancy? No. Before I, you're in it. No. And like, yeah, who do you, who do you have as a resource? Your mom, if you're close with your mom, but they don't have like 
there's parenting classes once you become pregnant, but like there's no book they give you. Like if I were to get pregnant today and have a kid, I don't know how to fucking change a diaper. I haven't even changed my niece or nephew's diapers. Like I have no idea what to do. Well, and it's tough because I don't, it's hard to make a case to say, should this be, well, maybe it's not, but can you make a case to say that this should be part of regular schooling? Not because there's, regular. I feel like there's a lot of things you get into. Taxes that definitely you go, should Right, be. that you go through in life that you've never, ever been taught. Yeah. And then like the joke on TikTok is, oh, well, I can solve this whole equation for X, but I don't know how to file my own tax return. Yeah. Or I don't know how to... <laughs> Like do these very essential things <laughs> yeah. in life. No, I think our our education in the states really kind of sucks. But it's just interesting. Like no, I think I think it's crazy. I think they should teach taxes. That should be mandatory. I also think the IRS should just tell us what the fuck we owe because they know they know, and they'll come at you if you're a penny off. I know, right? Like, they know the number. They know. <laughs> they know the number. Every other country, I'm pretty sure pretty sure but most other countries just get told by their government what they owe ours it's a ponzi scheme they want you to be off so then they can charge you i got a bone to pick with the irs i just paid off my debt to them those little shits (laughs) well (sighs) but so what do you think would be a better way to have people be more prepared i think it should be an elective like at my school there was an elective class where it was called basic life support. So if you wanted to take an elective, you could go learn how to do CPR and first aid and oh, cool. all this stuff. But that wasn't a mandatory class. I think that one should be mandatory along with the taxes class. But I also think like I think communities need to be better. Yeah. There needs to be better community resources for people. Like I'm considering having a kid. I don't really know what it would be. And they have a community daycare at this community center. And you can go in and volunteer and see if you even like being around kids. Because how do you know if you're not around kids? It's kind of like fostering a dog. Exactly. Or babysitting. Baby, babysitting would be better. You know what but, I mean. No, I know. But like try it or like just have classes where you learn about it and like all this shit. Right. And like birth control. Birth control wasn't talked about enough in high school. That's why like, I don't know. I don't know. Our education system sucks. But it is tough. I feel for her. I do. It is very clear she was projecting, like you said. For sure. You were spot on the money with that. I didn't think it was that that dramatic, no. though. No, this is this is big. So I do feel for her. Uh, it's tough, but I think you kind of need to, like, you're six years in. Look at the cards you've been dealt. You have a very loving and supporting partner. Well, I think the biggest piece of this is that they both want to continue and try yeah. to make this work. So. Yeah. Hopefully they do. There isn't a handbook to parenting. This is giving me <laughs> everyone's so mad. This is giving me flashbacks to like the baby in the car story. And I was gonna address it on like the, the I want to do an episode called like updates and do-overs. So it's like sto- it's updates on stories we've had in the past, but it's also like us taking a second look at stories we've talked about mm-hmm. already. And so I was gonna save the the baby in the car story for that, but I will just say like no, I don't think the mom should have left the baby in the car. And someone was like, like Morgan should have like fought Teffy. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, bro, like, I'm not going to fight a stranger coming on my show. Like me and Teffy haven't been friends. Like I just met Teffy 30 seconds before we pressed record. Right. I'm trying to make a comfortable environment. And so I think that's like a lot of times, like one of the things that like kind of messes with my head 
because I do do a lot of masking with people and I do feel like I'm one neurodivergent, but I think there might be a little more to that than I'm aware of. But I do do a lot of masking and my personality or just like how open I am, I should say, like does change based on who's sitting with me. It's just like it's you you have different levels yeah. of comfortability with people. But yeah, the car one was interesting. I think everyone was surprised by her take. But I, I don't think she was saying it was okay to leave the baby in the car. I think she just felt that it was a manipulative situation when two people are supposed to be partners. And I get that's not the majority's view. A lot of people were like, fuck no, he should have done that. And it taught her a lesson, hopefully. And hey, I, I, I agree but I think it could have been more powerful. You know, that was a complex story. And I don't know if you even know about it, but no book for parenting. And like, we like, we literally talked about this after the episode too. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, thank God no one called CPS on my mom because we got left in the car a lot as kids. <laughs> I was telling Lauren a story. Yeah, I was telling Lauren a story how we had this like Dodge Durango. And I remember like my little brother, he must've been like, three because he was pretty mobile he was hopping around the front seats like <laughs> two and a half three I don't know he, he got out of his car seat and was yeah. like bopping around and I remember he put the thing in drive and the thing just like started going and then, no way. yeah and, and he locked the doors too and I just remember watching my mom I'm sitting in the back seat just like here we go straight into a swing set and no. my, my mom's just like pounding on the door like Taylor and you're just chilling <laughs> I'm just chilling how old were you? Um, there's a two and a half year age difference between me and my little brother. And you're just like, huh, this is cool. I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't like I didn't even know the door's locked. <laughs> I think parenting was a lot different in the nineties. It's kind of like when we were in your friend's car and all of a sudden it starts rolling backward. Oh god, that was sketchy. <laughs> Poor Sarah. She's so traumatized by that. One of our partners is Cygnos. Did you guys know that more than one in three Americans have prediabetes? Well, I was kind of in that boat. And you're probably like, why is this so important? Well, I'm sure you've heard of insulin. And insulin helps bind the sugar in the blood and takes it into cells as a source of energy. If you have prediabetes, sugar begins to build up in the bloodstream rather than actually fuel your body. For me, I thought those acai bowls I was eating was so healthy. But because of my Cygnos, I saw what it was actually doing. Cygnos removed the guesswork of weight loss and provided me with the tools and knowledge I needed to develop healthier habits. It combines my glucose data from the CGM or continuous glucose monitor with an AI-driven app to deliver me real-time glucose insights for optimal health and weight management. Right now, Cygnos has an offer exclusively for our listeners. Go to Cygnos.com, that's S-I-G-N-O-S.com, and get 20% off select plans by using code THT today. That's Cygnos.com and use code THT to get 20% off select plans today. Okay, this has been a, a, a heater of a one. I I'm getting stressed out. I know. I'm like These panting are exhausting. over here. I, I told you it's wow, but we're ending on a, we're ending on a good one. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my son I'd rather have his ex-wife as a daughter than him as my son after he got cut out of the will? Sixteen years ago, my son Matthew had a daughter with his now ex-wife Josie. I've always thought of Josie as my own daughter. So when they divorced seven years ago due to my son cheating, I was conflicted and disappointed. Josie wasn't particularly close with any of her family, so my husband and I naturally took them in. Josie was an angel. She had insisted that we didn't have to lift a finger more than before we had taken them in, 
and though she was hurt, she kept civil around Matthew. My husband and I had a huge hand in raising their daughter, Ruth, because Matthew remarried less than a year later and now has a four-year-old son after disowning Ruth. Two years ago, my husband was diagnosed with lung cancer. It was hard on everyone, especially Ruth. They were extremely close. She told him about her girlfriends and boyfriends before anyone else and has always wanted him to be the one to walk her down the aisle at her wedding. Matt rarely ever visited and didn't answer our calls often, saying that we had other kids so it wasn't like my husband was dying lonely. Last night, Matt stopped by to talk about inheritance. He never mentioned Josie nor Ruth and hinted that he thought he should get more inheritance than his siblings the entire time. My husband and I shared awkward looks until he decided to cut in. He explained that everyone would get a piece, but he'd focused more on Ruth and Bonnie, one of our other grandkids. Matt got angry and said that Ruth was just a bastard and that his son deserved more than her. Wow. My husband got furious after that and left the room saying that he wouldn't include Matthew at all. Matt yelled back and turned to me saying that Ruth wasn't worth it because she'd just grow up to be a whore like her mother. I told him that I'd rather have her mother as my daughter than him as my son and insisted that he leave. I'm getting phone calls from Matt's wife and family, friends, saying that my husband and I overreacted and he was just angry that we were playing favorites. Am I the asshole? He's just angry? He's, you don't say shit like he's that. He's so mad. Oh my God. That's either some serious fucking anger issues yeah. or this guy's just bad news. Ba oh, bad news bears. Left his wife, like kind of high and dry it sounds because his parents took her in. Cheated. What? Cheated. Cheated. Yeah, he cheated on her and he's calling her a whore? You cheated. You cheated. And then to call the daughter a bastard, which one, I fucking hate that word. I hate that word so much because that is something that people used to say to me and my brother, siblings. I don't think Taylor ever really got it. But me and Matt, my older brother, used to get that all the time. That's terrible to say to someone. I just think it's crazy that that's even still a word. When you grow up in a small town in Minnesota, like northern Minnesota, where everyone's parents are married. Well, I can, yeah, I, I can see that. But I was the oddball. Like, trying to explain my family tree on this podcast is like. A, but why does that shit still like, matter? It why does that matter? But people judge you. People judge, like, people judged my mom so hard. But that's like, old thinking. Look at it, the world now. Yes. And I'm glad we're getting there. But that's not, like, the case for a lot of people, especially if they come from traditional backgrounds. Well, it's just the, the minute I used to tell people, like people would be like, wait, so you have two other brothers, but none of you have the same dad. Yeah, but and it's people just would these, literally like look at me weird and their parents got weird. It's just these older generations infecting the newer generations with their outdated and very just unhinged thinking. Yeah, well, like that's some Game of Thrones shit. It's that mentality that like. It's just it, so stupid. It's dumb. I, I, I don't know why, if there's a human walking this earth, how they're different from anyone else. We all got here the same fucking way. It doesn't matter if two people are married or two people didn't know each other, had a one night stand, and here you are. Yeah. You're a present. What? No, but seriously, what it's difference tough. I get back in when the society had the ranks and it's like you were a. Uh, favored or whatever the fucking terms were 
Yeah. I get how that can be built into a society and infect everyone's mind. Sure. Yeah. But now, any two different people walking this earth, what makes them different? Nothing. Two souls wandering this planet. Yeah. Why does it fucking matter where you came from? It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Ugh. Also, I'm just like, it's so annoying he's even using that as an argument because you were married to her. Your daughter wasn't born out of wedlock. Therefore, your argument is invalid. No. I, the, is it the grandfather? Mm-hmm. He's got lung cancer. But he's the one who said, yep, you're out? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What do you mean? You think you're going to argue your way into it with that? Well, also the fact that he said... <laughs> He doesn't even visit much. He no. just came around when it was his time to say, oh, you got cancer. Ha. Huh? What's the will looking like? Yep. This OP literally writes, Matt rarely ever visited and didn't answer our calls, often saying that we had other kids. So it wasn't like my husband was dying lonely. <laughs> I can't believe people like this actually exist. <sighs> this is like when a, a villain in a movie. Yeah. And yeah, someone wrote it to be like that dramatic. But there's yeah. actually people like that. One thousand percent well i know i know but i'm just saying i cannot i can't believe that there are no it's wild it just doesn't compute (sighs) one of the top comments is make sure to leave him and his son one dollar each so they can't contest the will by saying you forgot about them and Mm. that is something we've talked about on the will's money is the money episode but if you're like trying to cut someone out you do have to leave them something and i i'd honestly make it more than a dollar like i'd put a hundred bucks just so it's like or like even five. So it's like the judge, if it was ever contested, the judge can be like, no, they purposely did this to you. Right. Because, yeah, he deserves nothing. And amazing, like absolutely amazing that his parents are the saints they are. Like they took in his ex-wife, his daughter that he disowned. Fucking monster. Like That's probably where his his uh, his distance grew with that. It probably grew over the course of all these things because he didn't care from the beginning. No, he didn't care about his kid. No. Not at all. Wow. He's a monster. He just he's in it for the money. I love the fact that his new wife was calling his parents too. Like, bitch, what do you think you're gonna get? And what's wrong with her? How does she not see this guy? Because some people don't care. Like, if this were me and I knew my husband had another kid that he had just abandoned, I wouldn't be with him. That right, is, so that's what I'm saying. Like, she's she's got a bolt loose. <laughs> okay, let's end on a happy note. I thought this was the end happy note. No, well, it's happy for Rosie, except Grandpa's got cancer. Oh. Yeah, but I'm mad. Well, this I think is really really nice. Okay. Um. So this is a post. I think it's a tweet actually hmm. by Mama Hales. M-A-M-A-H-A-I-L-Z. And she goes, oh, my God, look what my daughter's preschool teacher sent home. I'm actually crying. And it's a note, like a typed out note from the teacher. And it goes, handle with care. If your family, this is going to make me cry. If your family is experiencing difficulty at home, I would like to provide additional support at school. I understand that details are not always to be shared, and that is okay. If your child is coming If your child is coming to school after a difficult night, morning, or weekend, please message me, quote, handle with care on Class Dojo, or you can email me at blank. Nothing else will be said or asked. 
This will let me know that your child may need extra time, patience, help, and a lot of love during the day. That's so cute. That's cool. There's good people out there. That's so nice. I know. I think need love. I think it's hard with so much of the news you see and consume and all of the drama. I mean, this literally like I, mean, I would we're say, still dealing with a massive war. Like this is just oh yeah. Terrible. I mean, I'd, I'd say most of this, even most of the stories that come through the show. I mean, not all of them tend to be super happy. No, I and mean, so I, put I, think, a, I think I put us through hell today. Well, I think we. I think <laughs> I'm sorry, we, guys. Well, there is a desire for drama and a desire for wanting, you know, just. Yeah. There's a reason everyone like stops and looks when there's a car crash or something crazy happening or like a wildfire. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it sometimes can make you feel like there's only bad. And so that's why I've always wanted to start that thing. But it's like <laughs> there is a lot of good. And I think I even follow this Instagram account called The Good Movement. That's cute. And every day there's posts just about these heartwarming like this would be an example of a post on there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just so healthy to, yes, you need you need to be in tune with world events and in tune with, I mean, sadly, bad things that are happening and just and so you can help or be aware or cause awareness. Yeah. But I think at the same time, it's very healthy to find the good. And yeah. there's a lot of channels out there. There's a lot of like good news out there and i think it's just so i mean it it like resets you mm-hmm. there is good there's definitely there is good yeah there is and i think we're due for a good vibes episode i actually have i feel like i need like one more good vibe to like it saved it for me man to like palate cleanse well you can be on the episode because you love I need it after this one. you love the wholesome but okay so one more little palate cleanser this is again a tweet uh, it's from Shaw Davis. So I forgot to change my address on my Chipotle app. So I told the driver to keep it because the old address is back in Iowa. I was dead ass mad at first, but after reading this, I'm happy this happened. And so the driver goes, I'm here with your order. And he responds, take it with you, bro, and enjoy the lunch. I forgot to change my address and I currently live in Maryland. And he goes, um, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Thanks. Like literally a couple of H's. Oh. That's how I'm envisioning it. And a little while after, the driver sends another message. I wanted to thank you again. It's my brother's birthday today, and he is laid to rest not far from where you had me take the delivery. I'm having lunch with him today because of you. You have no idea how much that means to me. I truly appreciate it. That's cool. That's really cool. I've got some really, I've got some good stuff going on this, um, on this wholesome one. I actually... I'll, uh, I'm not going to give anyone a sneak peek, but it's really good. It's, it's really cool how just things that can seem so simple or yeah, yeah. simple can <laughs> affect and change. I mean, it's the butterfly effect. Literally like he accidentally had the wrong address and this man just had like an emotional lunch. Like, yeah, you just never know. I have one more that's actually Reddit related. Again, it's short and sweet update. One year ago, thieves stole all. worth of my tools that I used to teach a free class to teens on how to R&R engines. Redditors and craftsmen came together 
and donated about $18,000 and tools. These tools allowed me to get hired by someone and now I'm out of poverty. Thank you, Reddit. That's crazy. I fucking love Reddit. <sighs> okay, I get emotional over here. Okay, I think that's all for this episode. That was a good little cleanse at the end. It was a good palate cleanse. Yeah. I think we got to make that more of a regular thing. <sighs> Even if it's short and sweet like these, like tweets and like baby, baby little Reddit posts because there's a lot of bad stuff in the world and there's also a lot of amazing, good, happy, yeah. loving, caring, amazing people. Okay. There is going to be a story on our Patreon from this theme. I'm sure it's going to be a wild one. I'm going to leave you saying, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but if you guys do see any updates from stories we've done in the past, go post them on the THT subreddit. I'll post the link in the description for the podcast and the video. Um, merch is on sale with Fanjoy. We've got something in the works for our Minnesota Midwest people, people that can like make it to Minneapolis August 18th. So if you're around Minnesota, Midwest and can make it to Minneapolis, put that on your calendar, August 18th. Yeah. I'm going to tell now. I'm just like so excited. <laughs> I know it's like in months away. We're in freaking April, but I'm like, let's go. But that is wow. That is. <laughs> well, until next time. Until next time. Bye, guys. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 